am with Kara Balderas. Hello, Kara. Hello, hello. This one's yours. That oh, one's that mine. mine. Okay. You can wave to mine. I don't care. <laughs> hey, guys, I want to say something. So we recently went through some drama fest at our brokerage. That, that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> ah, okay. Everything's good. We're How, fine, right? Everything's great. Okay. We're still around. Yeah, we are. We are still around. Pull this one into you because I can I can't you can barely hear, you. hear me. Yeah, there better. you go. Okay. So lately we have been on a transition on a war path mm-hmm. from going from, hey, I need to focus on building a brokerage yep. to building a team. Yes. And the cool part about this, y'all, Kara Balderas is a complete badass and I love Aww. it. Love you to death. I love you so much that I've invited her to my team and she has said Yes. <gasps> You're the first to hear it, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll see it on Facebook. Yeah, first. We'll, we'll, we'll announce it. We'll um, announce it officially. Speaking of, we need like pretty pictures. I know. Like Kim, instead of a love <laughs> sign, can be like actual rethink. We could all wear matching clothes. Right. Kind well, so, okay, so real quick, Outpace, Outpace Me is a podcast mm-hmm. for people that, look, you know me. I'm always going, going, going. And if somebody. I call you the squiggle. Really? Because you're like always going. Energizer bunny. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm always going, and uh, if somebody passes me up, or if somebody has more bandwidth, if somebody has more purpose, I want to know all about them. Sure. And you fit that mold Aww. like nobody's business. And I mean that. It's, this is not a circle jerk. This is legitimately, I don't bring people into the space unless I know that, like, sincerely, you have something to impact people with. Yes. And that's kind of what we do, and that's why we resonated to come together as superpowers. Just gonna say, yeah. we're we're a powerhouse team. Why? Even at this point, why are we? Well, a I mean, think about it. How many years do you have in? Yes, I, I don't know. Eight, I'm nine, seven I years. You're eight, eight nine years. Yeah. Um, eight. The number of sales. Holy crap! There's a lot. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot. there's a lot between the two of us. I'm a broker. <gasps> you're a Tom Ferry coach. <laughs> I'm so, not a broker. So we'll we already be. have like all of those high levels. Um, you know. You've got plans that are just out of this world oh, and, and goals that you're going to hit. I've got goals that I want to hit, and they match. It's weird to find two people that are like, we want to take over the world. <laughs> Pinky <laughs> in the brain. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> that's, a, that's a wild reference. Um, I'm, I agree with that. I agree that um, I will say, though, that there's a part of the softness and the professionalism of your background mm-hmm. has been – like instrumental for, for it, it fills a niche inside my business. Yes. What do you think you're bringing to the table? Um, well, knowledge, number one. Yeah. My, my biggest takeaway, the thing that I love, I love people to know what they're doing. My clients, my colleagues, I don't want anybody to walk into a space and have the fear of asking a question mm. because there's no question that has a bad answer. That's not true. <laughs> to me, it's true. No, it is. It's it true. Is. Uh, you know, there's there's nothing out there's nothing I love more than just giving knowledge, mm. and and being that person to say, hey, you know what? Let me help you. Let me support you. Let me cheerlead you. Yeah. You know what are you doing? Let's push you forward. And what are some things inside of the past year that you would say has helped you or helped you you know helped you grow? Because let's let's be honest. Yeah. And dwell has been a space for us. Yes. To do whatever the heck we want to do. Yes. So for me, I mean, honestly, Indwell itself has helped me grow. And the reason I say that, I came from JPAR. You know, you were at JPAR too. To me, JPAR was loud. It had a lot of noise, a lot of rah-rah, a lot of, a lot of competition. Some great people in that space. Phenomenal but yeah. people in that yeah. space. And yeah. I learned a lot being at JPAR. I, I learned how to be an agent. But Indwell let me quiet the noise, Yeah. come into my own, and do what I need to do to be – the agent that I am, which is what I needed. It's funny. I go back to that time that I was in NJ Par, and I think back to what you just said, and the irony is uncanny. Mm-hmm. I created uh, a web page a long time ago. I bet it's five years ago, and it was called Elon, E-L-A-N. It was before Musk came okay. out. I was going to say. Yeah, Ooh. it's not even remotely <laughs> close. And uh, entrepreneurial leadership above the noise and it was so like awe-inspiring for me because it was the first time I ever realized how much of our industry, real estate, is full of noise. Oh, full of noise and, and full of fluff. 
<laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, we talked about this. I, you know, I called Eric the other day and I was like, you know how many coaches have emailed me, texted me, called me, shown up on my Facebook in the last, gosh, 45 days? Yeah. Two months, three months. It's been insane. And it's noise. Everybody wants a dollar out of your pocket. Here, pull this one in. All right. So here's here's the latest. These are really sensitive. Like they are super sensitive. They're sensitive, but they only go about that far. <laughs> um, I was talking to somebody yesterday about exactly what you are just talking about. Butts and seats for brokerages mm-hmm. versus qualitative people in teams. Yes. And that interesting how the brokerage model, actually it was this morning, uh, we were talking about how the brokerage model was all I care about is calling the people that's getting disrupted inside of brokerages mm-hmm. and trying to latch onto somebody that has limit, like little to no production, mm-hmm. irrelevant. Right. Because why? Because, I mean, from a brokerage model, butts and seats make money. They'll pay their monthly fee. They'll pay their little bit of dues while you're sitting there, be it if they sell or not. Yeah. So we've got a lot of people that do not listen to real estate, but I will tell you that you guys can learn from this girl right here. She's like, I'm trying not to like blow you up too much. (laughs) She's going to take me for everything I'm worth. It's going to (laughs) be awful. Um, No, I mean, I want to, I want to like dive deeper on what are some visions you have for the next year? Mm -hmm. What do we, what can you and I come together on the table? Like this is literally y'all. This is the first team meeting. This is our first team meeting. And I put it on record. No stress. No stress whatsoever. Are you comfortable right now? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, cool. I can turn on some more fans. Um, okay, so in the next year, I'll give you, I'll give you some of mine, and then you give, you give me some. Okay. Okay, so for the next year, I want to, I want to hire a few agents. Name the number. By when? By, yes. by December. Okay, by December. So we want four to five agents. Ah, solid number. We want five agents by <laughs> December. But here, you know what you know what the apprehension is just to be cl- sure, like super it. transparent is that the amount of uh, the amount of processes that have to be put in place and worked out kind of limits me a little bit because I don't want to look like an ass in front of like agents. No, we won't look like an ass. I can I can I can fake it with the rest of you. See see why I picked her. It's <laughs> awesome. Actually, she picked me. Okay. Um. So what's what's one of yours? Um. Because now all my goals that I had are kind of like changed. Well, d- what did you have before? Well, my before my goals were two hundred thousand gross commission. We talked about this. Okay, two hundred thousand gross commission, which I was going to break up into. It's pretty bold, telling everybody that. I don't care. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I was going to break it up four ways: um, fifty thousand to straight investments Kay. with my financial advisor, who I absolutely adore. Um, well, if he's listening, shout out. What's his name? Travis Shen. Travis, good job awesome 50,000 in real estate investment okay 50,000 in savings for taxes and all kinds of crazy stupid things nobody that does that I, I do that <laughs> I put kidding. money in the bank and then 50,000 to live on okay just you know whatever I need um which is more than plenty but it buys me fun things so I if I wrote uh, I gotta go into coach mode for a second See, here he goes if I if I reverse engineer the 200 and I know how many contacts that I've got to get in line for that number. Mm-hmm. Is the team going to help you in that? Absolutely. How? Because the team is going to expand our reach as a brand. Oh. So I live in southwest Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And I live in Mansfield. So which is due south. East Fort Worth. East. Yeah, yeah, southeast <laughs> Fort Worth. Yeah, you're right. Um, how far is Dallas from your house? 30 minutes. See, that's, that's the magic about Mansfield. Oh, yes. Because you're, like, perfect between. Yeah, I just don't like going that way. I oh. don't have to. Yeah, I agree. It, it's, not, it's nothing against nothing Dallas. Ag- I've sold nothing in Dallas. Against. You guys I, know. I've, I've got I a listing you. in Rowlett. I mean, I can't say anything. Oh, that's a long way from your house. <laughs> it is a long way from my house. But it, it was a referral, so I'm going to take it. Okay. Okay, so um, the, the we're going to have our branding mm-hmm. at least between Weatherford and and Alito for sure. Yes. Mansfield to Arlington. Yes. And then we got to hit Southwest South Fort Worth. We got we got to be the. <laughs> so if you're an agent in South Fort Worth, hit me up. Uh, and then obviously the next. Focus. And we talked a little bit about Denton. Denton, I'm going to tell you, like, if I had it to do over, I might find a place in Denton. 
Now, yes. Now. No, Ten yeah. years ago, no. No, I'd be in Plano at that point. Oh, crap. I know. Uh, what's wrong with I'm Plano? I, I lived in Plano. Pull this thing in. This thing <laughs> hates you. <laughs> I lived in Plano. Oh, you did? Yeah, the traffic is insane. You grew up in Plano? Uh, sort of. Ninth okay. grade to oh, okay. college. Okay. Yeah, so what's wrong with Plano now? It's too crowded. Mm. Plano, Frisco, Allen, McKinney, super crowded. If you were a single female looking for a place to live, would Plano be it? Mm. No, I'd live in McKinney. Katie, that one's for you. Okay. I've got somebody that's looking over there. I, I would live in McKinney. And the reason why I would live in McKinney, much cuter town, cute little downtown area. <laughs> Love that. Um, <laughs> the cute. The, cute. It's very cute. Uh, the people are friendlier in McKinney than they are in Plano. They're friendlier. Oh. I, 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 that's what I felt. I mean, because my mom lived in McKinney. Yeah. I lived in Plano. We obviously lived in Plano. Yeah. Plano, the way their houses, most of their houses are built, they're all rear garages down alleys. Oh, and so yeah, that's people right. come in and they pull into their garage, they shut the door. You don't see them. You don't I know do that neighbors. here. Well, but. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you still have a neighborhood. You oh. still talk to people. Yeah, I think I knew. I mean, my parents are social butterflies. Like, they know all their neighbors. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they're crazy. I know two. I mean, I know of the rest of them, but I know yeah. two. Like, oh, talk to them. man, that's good. Okay, so, so back to the team. How does yeah. that leverage you um, to, to help more people? One, I mean, marketing. Holy crap, we're going to blow the water out of marketing. What do, what, what do you say that? What's going on in that? Because we need, to, we need to re-push the brand out. Okay, so it's branding. It's branding. It's, you know, you talked about market share, both mm -hmm. signs in the yard, but also in the digital marketing space, getting our brand, our name in front of new people, getting those people to call us because they need real estate. I would say that I, I was on a scale mastermind the other day, mm -hmm. and we were talking about if somebody had put a poll out that said, if the number one thing in your business right now that you need to learn, what is that? Marketing. And marketing is like unanimous. Mm -hmm. um, I put something out, but <laughs> because I had you, uh, where did you learn your confidence? Where did you gain your confidence in marketing? So um, I worked for Michaels. 20, for how long? Uh, well, since, let's see, 96, I started <laughs> in the stores. So work stores, and then I moved up to the corporate office in 03-ish. Okay. And I did everything from planograms to buying to sourcing and eventually ended up on their marketing team. I was in their marketing team for like five years. Learned more in that five-year span than I had. I mean, I knew the product lines. I knew how yeah. to put it on the shelf. I knew how yeah. to buy it, forecast it. That was all simple stuff. Yeah. But... Um, what I learned in the marketing space, I learned digital. I ended up running the team for michaels.com. Um, I had all the social stuff, all the video stuff. Michaels Canada, who what? I had a translator who I absolutely adored. She and I were talking about some other stuff the other day. We still talk. She was in grade sling. It's great. Um, yes. Translate what? The f website from English to French. To French? Yes. Oh, she, she's from Celine? She's from, no, she's from Quebec. Quebec? Quebec. My parents used to live there. Amazing place. It's an interesting place for yeah. sure. I, I enjoyed it. It's the only place I've ever smiled and my teeth hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. It's so damn cold. <laughs> it's so cold there. But it is beautiful and the public transit is amazing and you could drink when you're eighteen, so yeah. I loved it. No, it was it was yeah. phenomenal. And she she now lives in Grand Celine okay. with her husband and her son. Got it. Um and she actually works for Cisco now, which is really kinda cool. The you know, she comes into town once a month and we still sometimes have lunch. It's great. She get you a box pie. No. Hey, by the way, get next time you talk to her, tell her Eric needs a, a key lime pie from Cisco. I'll tell her. Dude, the best. <laughs> like, I don't know why they put crack in it or something. It's amazing. <laughs> so when you go to these restaurants and they have key lime pie, 90% of them are from Cisco, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. I always ask, do you have a key lime pie? I'm like, yep, give me that one. <laughs> okay. Um, so you, you learned a lot of mm -hmm. your confidence from um, actual hands-on experience with a giant retailer. Yes. And then when I got laid off, I ended up doing marketing consulting, built at home.com, helped iMart Express rebuild their entire marketing division and get them kind of all on the same page. That was like herding cats. <laughs> As opposed to now? I mean, I mean, they're really they're phenomenal people. I love them. Yeah. They're, they're great people. Um, but yeah, getting designers to go one direction and a, and a design guy to go another direction and like a oh. ad buyer to go the same direction and a content planner to go. It was, yeah. It was like everybody march one way, please. <laughs> so you're going to keep the rails on this thing. That's awesome. 
Um, <laughs> you're actually helping me now. I'm, I'm looking at, you know, agent agreements and, and all these things uh -huh. that are just absolutely necessary for the business. And you're like stepping in going, hey, I'll proofread that slash do it for you, Eric. <laughs> you have so much ADD happening. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, you know, you know, like the 50 emails I get at night. Yeah, that's my secret. <laughs> that's where I make the worst decisions. Um, okay, so Outpace Me, I've yes. had some really cool people. Um, yeah. I, I, we haven't released one yet to date because uh, I found an editor that will actually Yay. do what I'm looking for. Um, and believe it or not, guys in Pakistan. Uh, yeah, he's in Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah. And um, it's an interesting thing because we just take the information and drop it into Google Drive. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of give them a, a synopsis, like, you know what, pull 30 minutes out of that and blah, blah, blah. I have apparently the gift of the gab. You do. I didn't know I talked that much. <laughs> Shut me up sometimes, would you? Just kick you under the table. Yeah, I just, I, there's a lot of uh, recording time in those, those podcasts. And so when he looks at it, he's like, geez, Louise, it's like two gigabytes, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't say that, but being from Pakistan. Maybe. Maybe. He's learning. Maybe. Okay. Um, so uh, so we know that we got to get branding. We got to get yep. marketing, mm -hmm. which is kind of the same. And then not the same, but the same. Right. Um, same effort. What? Um, how am I going to help you? Well, for now, you're, you got the plans, man. The plans, You got the pie in the sky. The key lime, yes. actually. Yes. I call that. Like that. You, you sit there and go, I've got a goal. I'm going to do this. Okay. How do we get there? Yeah, I do. do that? I do that. So Tom Ferry coaching has really helped me in a lot of that space to be able to take what other people throughout the country are doing mm -hmm. and then like implement it. True. And I've seen some cool stuff already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christian, huge shout out to you yes. has really been um, instrumental in helping me get from small Mindset like, to yeah, that's what just, it is. It's just taking it from I can do this in this neighborhood to I can do this across the whole county <laughs> or nation. In this case, we we did that scale mastermind and we're like, you know what, mm -hmm. nation first, <laughs> nation right. in the world. Yeah, that's that's how we roll. <laughs> um, how important is the people around you? Amazingly important. Why? Without the right people, you're just spinning your wheels. Mm. I mean, if. And I say this lovingly, everybody can learn. Mm. Everybody can learn. Now, can everybody implement? And we, we realized that with Endwell last year, right? Everybody can learn. People will show up to learn. Will they implement what they learn? Will they do what they're being taught? Mm. That, that is where, you know, the rubber meets the road, for Whoa. lack of a better word. I mean, we, we put a lot of energy and effort into trainings, into, you know, making sure people had the information that they need, and <laughs> it's okay. Did, it, I did mean, they show up? And, and, you know, and well, but did they show up? <sighs> it's hard, man. And it and is. So, I mean, this is the difference to between me and someone that would be catty. Booze can't block my dunks. Sure. So what I mean by that is if I've got an entire backboard full of people and I'm trying to go in for the dunk on the basketball, mm -hmm. those verbals are not going to affect me in the nope. mission to get to that basket. Nope. Um, I think it affects a lot of people. I, I would agree <laughs> with you. I mean, you get think, I mean, think about it. How many, we talk about call reluctance. Oh, yeah. Right? We talk about call reluctance a lot, with, especially with agents. And getting in there, they make one or two calls. They don't get anybody. They've left a couple of voicemails. They've tried to text. Nobody's responding. At what point do they sit there and go, this is a futile, futile effort for me? Like, yeah. I don't want to. Or they get the one guy who comes in and goes, well, you're a real estate agent and you're a piece of slime and I don't want to talk to you. And, you know, hangs up, cusses at you, hangs up the phone. Do you make the next call or yeah. do you get up and run away? You know, the, the one person that really stepped out in that space I thought was Kim yes, Flowers. Yes, absolutely. She did that thing where she would just show up and be like, I don't know how this is going to go down. I mean, I, she she texts everybody and be like, "Hey, call challenge, let's go." Yeah, can you please <laughs> share this with me because I'm going to fail miserably. <laughs> yes, and it's okay, dude. That's that's a learning moment. But failing is not a bad thing. No, it is not. It's what is what thing. is fail? So failing gets you to the point to where you feel comfortable in your skill set, mm -hmm. and skill set is better than opinion. Exactly. So when you hear somebody say, "Well, I think," I'm like, "Well, the fruits of your labor do not show what show you what you <laughs> feel." <laughs> 
Well, and, and, you know, I learned a long time, fail forward, fail faster. Fail all the time. Get, get past the nose. Get, <laughs> get past, I mean, because once you, <laughs> once you get that guy that, like, cusses you out, then you know how to handle it the yeah. next time. It's true. Um, okay, so let's get, let's get a little bit diaper, deeper, diaper. Let's diaper. get a little deeper on you. Okay. Um, when you were, go back to when 10, 12 years old, think about where you were, who you were. And that 10-year-old Kara is looking at you now. Mm-hmm. Are you proud? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wouldn't change anything. Wow. Wouldn't change anything. I, the stuff I went through is what made me who I am. Mm. Right? I mean, that's how I see it. If any, if I had changed any little piece of, of me from 10 years old to, I'm not going to date myself, but old enough. Pretty sure we already have at some point. Y- you and I are about the same age. <laughs> I have a, an extremely grotesque grayness <laughs> that's coming in. No, I love it. I think it's cool. Um, well, but my point, yeah. if I were to change anything, something would have changed within me. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've always, my, my parents told me I was a difficult kid to raise because I was <laughs> stubborn. Can you tell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. In a good way. If they had beaten that stubborn out of me or if I had had any thought of I can't do this yeah I wouldn't be confident oh. right now uh you have babies furry ones furry ones yes Who, who's your babies uh I have Perseus he is he is well I have two of these I have two pitbull basset hounds they're called bully bassets yeah so they're pitbull heads <laughs> with basset hound bodies and little funny. short basset hound feet um so I have Percy and Big Tucker and then I have an inherited baby who was my aunt's dog, who's a miniature schnauzer, also named Tucker. So we call him Little Tucker. Does he know? We call him Big and Little. Oh, okay. So okay. They, they get it. Okay. Um, three completely different personalities. <laughs> uh, Percy is my lovey. He's my old. Um, he's 13. He's my, he's my old man. Cool. He's, he's, he is an old man. He snores. He makes all kinds of strange noises. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> little Tucker's actually in the middle. He's nine. Uh, he's, he's, he growls a lot. Oh, really? Well, my aunt used to tease him, and so he gets a little <laughs> rambunctious. But now if you play with him, even if you love on him, he sounds like he's going to tear your arm off. He's snarling, but he's, like, on his belly, like, showing you, letting you scratch his belly. That's cool. And I should get a video of it. It's funny. You should. And Spe- then <laughs> Big Tuck is our, we call him our protector, which is a joke. Because oh. that dog sleeps more than any dog. He's a 75-pound pit bull and literally <laughs> does nothing. Like, you can come in, Okay, so you can come in my house. You could steal everything. <laughs> and that dog would look at you like, hey, the jewelry's over there. The TV's on the wall. Go for it. You have a snack? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Just one snack. Not um, even a snack. Really? He's oh, just... He'll, he'll just he, head scratch. He's good. good to go. Yeah. We uh we we went we made the mistake actually we love this dog but <laughs> we went to the the shelter and got Laney who's a, a bully mm-hmm. and uh, interesting breed just a r- like we had pugs yes. prior to her so to go to a pug to a bully is big old meathead but uh-huh. the most loving baby ever oh yeah protectors oh she's oh she polices Christy all the time I I actually joke um, if Gabe my husband. If he's gone, if he goes to see his mom, like if he's home, the dogs, they don't care. Yeah. But the moment he's gone, the moment he's out of town, starting that night, they were on patrol and they like walk the house. Isn't that wild? It's well, and it's me. Yeah. Is what he's mainly big tuck. He's, he's protecting (laughs) me. And so we have these massive trees in our neighborhood. And so we get squirrels go across the roof and you can hear them across the roof. Three o'clock in the morning, that dog was like. Barking, snarling, going bananas at the chimney because there was a squirrel on the chimney and he could hear it. Three in the morning. I'm like, dude, I thought I was getting eight hours of sleep. Not, <laughs> not today, That's apparently. Awesome. Okay, not so today. give me give me one passion of yours. So I know this. Mm-hmm. So when you're traveling the world or whatever it is your passion <laughs> is, um, I'll get it. What what do you have going on? Passion for me. Oh my gosh. Um, travel is a big one. Yeah, that that actually is a big one for me. We have an RV. We we're oh, that's we're right. Planning on Forgot yeah, we're t- we're talking about um, going to Scotland. I think Scotland. In or an Ireland. RV? No, <laughs> no. Oh, I wish. Uh, either Scotland. I believe or that's Ireland caravan or at that point. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love the mountains. 
We both do. My Which mountains? Mountain. Rockies. You hate me. Why? Uh, I'm an Appalachian guy. Oh, I don't mind. I don't hate the Appalachians. I, I just like Estes Park a whole lot more. Oh my God! Yeah, that's, yeah, all that's amazing. That that was all. I want to hike the p- part of the uh, section hike the Pacific Coast Trail. Mm-hmm. And it it shoots through there, and it's yes. just like oh. We hiked um, Glacier a couple years ago, just the easy stuff. Mm-hmm. God, that was beautiful. Isn't it wild? That was beautiful. Um, so, yes, travel. Um, I'm a big horror movie buff. Horror. Horror. Okay. I saw Renfield last night. Early showing. And? If you like comedy with the horror, <laughs> go see it. It's, it's like very Cocaine Bear? Is yes. That what it's like? Okay. Absolutely. Right. Um, that was actually... <laughs> Okay, that really? W- that w- uh, yeah. You I saw know. it? Yeah, Cocaine Bear, yes. My theory on Cocaine Bear? Yes. If anybody in that movie could actually aim, that movie would have been over in five minutes. I hope you didn't want to see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so obviously, um, so the old school horror movies really influenced you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid of much when it comes to things. I like a good jump scare. That's that's cool. Um, yeah. Which actually, I will say this: that helps with confidence. I was gonna say if you can sit through a horror movie <laughs> and you don't like startle easily. Yeah, dude, you can do anything. Yeah, listing appointment, psh, whatever, God. whatever. Um, what do you want to implement? That you have, dude. This is a total out of the left field. You want to know what I want to implement? Yes. I want a group of agents who know how to professionally market themselves at a level. Oh my God, you're so good. At a level. That is, I will put it this way, at a level that is higher than 99% of agents that I have seen out there today. Like, I see stuff all the time mm. that my little marketing brain goes, I am so glad you're my competition. Yeah. I, I got you. You know, our, everybody's <laughs> going to R&D your stuff now, right? <laughs> I've been, I actually turned a bunch of stuff off for about six months. I'm doing like a, a cleanse. <laughs> a digital cleanse. A digital cleanse? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Hashtag digital cleanse. We're starting that. <laughs> That's going to be digital cleanse right here next time you see it instead of out basement. Um, that is brilliant. Like, have you written that down or something? What, digital cleanse? No. <laughs> just the fact that that's your goal. Um, no. I think it's interesting. Like, you just came up with that. Yeah. That's, I, but, well, I mean, I, like, I was just, I told you, I was researching an agent for a friend of mine. She got a text earlier today from a friend of hers. Yeah. Said this agent, she's going through divorce. Bad timing for everybody. She sure. said, but this agent listed my house, and she goes, he's doing it for a no-fee listing, and I went, <laughs> first thing yeah. I thought. Um, I told her, I was like, te- first te- text her, read the fine print. Um, <laughs> right. But, of course, he's helping both sides buy and sell after the divorce. So as I'm researching this agent, he's done four sales in three years, which you and I both know. No judgment. No. We're judging. be a part-time it. agent. That's totally fine. Um, I don't know how you do it. Um, but four sales in three years is, is nothing in, in what could have been done. But I'm looking at his marketing, mm-hmm. just his marketing. And I'm like, there could be so much more. He actually had marketing. Barely. I had to really deep hmm. dive to find. I literally had to put in enough keywords in Google to get his name, Realtor, Texas, and like two or three other things to get him to actually pull up. So you guys get the idea. I mean, you see where I saw in her, as if you're not sitting here, and <laughs> it, it, the the outpaced me like category of person, and like the 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 ability to come off th- the cuff with you know what this is kind of a passion of mine, mm-hmm. seeing professionalism and then being able to tell people what it is you're going to provide the, with that with the impact. I'm using that word so much because I want yes. it to be resonant in our people that we're helping well and, and we talked about you know the things we're looking for in agents we want them to be service ser- service service that's the next one service digital oriented. cleanse service <laughs> you're gonna use all my bad words against right. me now um no we want them to be service oriented yeah we want them to be you know professional yes yeah but there's a level of professionalism in there True. that you can be professional here and and be okay but we want you to be professional here. We want you to be that higher level that, you know, this is a business. It's not a hobby. It's not uh, something that we do just because we're doing it. We want to see that level. So this morning, God, you just, like, triggered me. Uh-oh. This morning. I do that a lot. 
Well, I mean, in a good way, right? Right? Yeah, in a good absolutely. way. Not a bad way. Squiggle. Uh, now I get it. I'm going to shut up now. Podcast's over. Uh, now, uh, we were talking this morning about how we were talking about ISAs, mm-hmm. ins, ins, uh, inside sales agents, and, and how they take leads and, and supposed to convert them to get an appointment so you can go do yep. your thing. And if you do that and just offload all the leads to a person and they just make phone calls all day, there's no incentive in that. There's mm-hmm. no human side of that. There's no, like, they're expected to convert in that space. Yeah. But is there incentive to convert in that space? Right. You have to create that. Right. So instead of just the lead, you then can go, hey, uh, can you do me a favor and just call these people that I used to close a long time ago, blah, 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 and mm-hmm. tell them Eric is just, you know. Saying hi. Saying hi. And then um, the other side of that was leads with ISAs without accountability, there's, oh. no, there's no conversion. Right. And if you can't convert, you can't pay them to do their job. Correct. So. Same thing happens in everything else that we're doing, mm-hmm. which I think that's the missing equation for most people is, look, I know you have friends in the industry, but they're not holding you accountable to the things that you want to get accomplished. And to be honest with you, I don't think you've thought about the things you want to get accomplished. Right. Because, I mean, even though we're all colleagues, yeah, we're also competition. Mm. Right? Mm. Oops. Not really. Well. <laughs> Just <laughs> Sorry, the arrogance. I should put it away. <laughs> no. No. Eric selling thousands of homes. Right. Hello. Everybody else is selling hundreds. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, <laughs> but we are all in competition with each other, and you can go to any networking event that you want to, but if your goal as a real estate agent is to go to networking events and, you know, and, and, <laughs> Here we go. and classes. Dude, you didn't go there. sell the rest. You didn't. Okay. Uh, we have friends that run groups. And we I do. Just, I, I run groups. I, I'm not a po- – look – I'm not even going to go there. It's not even worth it. I know. It's it's my specialty. I know where I can help people. Yep. That's where it comes. So uh, accountability, conversion, mm-hmm. and then being able to help people. That's our jam. Yep. Okay. I'm excited that you're here. Yay. Guys, again. I'm excited to be here. Kara, is We talked about this. We both went. We don't want to do this alone. <laughs> Remember that conversation? Yeah, I don't. I want to share it. Yeah. I don't. Not the fact of, like, I've been alone a lot. Yes. And I don't. I mean, hate seven on years, it. nine years. What? Well, I'm doing just. Doing our own thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean t- back up. Pam Kaywood was with me in the very beginning. Um, my mom that was in the industry when mm-hmm. I came in. And. Um, you learned a lot from your mom, too. I learned. I mean, yeah. I mean, she rescued me out of corporate America, mm-hmm. which. I, I had to rescue myself. Well, hang on. <laughs> I, I'm going to give mom a lot of credit, but I will tell you. I love your mom. She's a doll. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Uh, you know what's one thing? If you're an agent, and you're th- if or if you're aspiring to become an agent, mm-hmm. how about that? Is now a good time to be an agent? Absolutely. Is now a, a good time to quit your job and to become an agent and expect money? See well, what I'm that, saying? That's a great. Well, that that's a great point. I mean, we've talked about this. The market is not anywhere that we could sit there and go it's gonna go this way it's gonna go that way like the market right now (laughs) looks like a roller coaster like it's all over the map and it's like a 3d roller coaster where there's spins and flips and your legs are hanging down and are dangling down and you're waiting like for the seatbelt to come loose like that's where we are right now now is it a great time to be an agent absolutely this is how you're gonna learn i correlate it to the bitcoin i could see that do you see how much is up today by the <laughs> time this releases, no telling what that thing's going to be. <laughs> That's kind of where we're at, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I actually had a conversation with a guy, and he was like, well, you know, we're forecast to be down like 8%. I'm like, well, we were up 24%. <laughs> we're still up. <laughs> so down 8% is not down. We're not crashing. Not you know, like, so, you know, and that's where understanding forecasting, marketing, sales, yeah. how all of that factors into your conversations you know talking to the layman going well i'm gonna wait till it crashes well you're gonna be waiting a while yeah you know so it just yes perfect time to become an agent because you are going to learn more in this point if you can't became no offense to anybody who got their license in 20 21 22 that was easy that was the easiest market we have been in yeah that was ridiculous um 
Yeah, you, you had deals falling in your lap. You could sneeze and you'd find somebody who was ready to buy or sell. <laughs> so all of you people, like back to the original statement, if you're thinking about coming into the industry, and I think a lot of people come to me and ask that probably mm-hmm. no less than two times a week out of my past client list. Oh, that's true. I get a couple of that too. If you don't have an absolute insane amount of savings, it's not no. possible. It's just not, not right possible. Now. And I'm not saying that, that to be gloatful. I'm saying that legitimately to look out for you. Don't make those decisions. Okay, so... Or, or a backup plan. And and that doesn't have to be a second job. No. It could be everything from a spouse that has a solid job that you're going to come in and, and learn. That There's people that do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had severance. That's what I had. That I got a year's worth of severance. That's a great point. Thanks for being transparent because a lot of yeah. people are like, well, the, how the heck did you do it? <laughs> I did. I had severance and uh, I had some savings. And then my husband owns a business too. So, you know. What's he do? He's a house painter. He owns a house. He owns Baldera's Painting Service. What is that again? Baldera's Painting Service. Baldera's Painting. I think that's four times. F- Baldera's Painting. Baldera's Gabe, painting. we love you too, buddy. Yes. Um, he's awesome. He is um, awesome. But his business was, st- I mean, he, he's 20 plus years in the business. Yeah. So steady paint work. I didn't have to worry about the house payment. I didn't have to worry about my car payment or, you know, those things that most people have to worry about. If you're a, a single parent and you're trying to figure everything out and you're wanting to jump in 24-7 in real estate and you don't have a cushion or you didn't save up any money or you don't have passive income or, as we call it, mailbox money, whatever you need, yeah. then you need to have a plan for that because real estate's going to take you time to ramp up. It's not a land-in-your-lap business. Who's your favorite client? Who's your avatar? My avatar? Yeah. Uh, that middle, I, I call it the middle move. Okay. Best way to explain it. Um, people that are between 30 and 50. <laughs> 90. 30 and 50. <laughs> I, do, I do have older clients that, that you know, I love right them. size. Oh, I do love my older clients. Oh, my clients. gosh. I love those people. Um, that have a six-figure household, and I say this lovingly, um, have a six-figure household, have a couple of kids. They're, they've already bought their first house years ago, mm-hmm. but it is time for them to move up or move down either because of job, because of kids, because, you know, they, they bought when they had two kids and realized now they have four and they're growing up and don't fit in those bedrooms, whatever it is, or vice versa. Yeah. They're at that point where their kids have gone to college and they're like, we don't need seven bedrooms. <laughs> we, we need to get rid of this and maybe go to a three, two, you know? Yeah. That's but true. that, that person who's already bought and sold the person who understands. And I, I say this, the value of money. We're not scrounging for every penny to make sure your deal works. That happens a lot. Um, But they understand the value of money to where if I say, hey, you know, this is going to cost X amount of dollars, but here's where you get it back. um, They're not panicking about the moving pieces. That happens a lot too. So you sell like two houses a year? Is that? Sure. Um, I've, here's what I want people to say. I do, I do, I do a lot of first time home buyers, but yes, I sell, I sell. I was going to say, hang before you said that, <laughs> hang on the, the people that don't know the ins, I'm giving you insight of what agents talk about and mm-hmm. how we do things and how I think. So it, there's definitely, you know, I'm prior military, but it may not be a thing where I always help military families, right. but I will tell you, it is a special person that's able to help first time home buyers. Absolutely. It's a special person to help 30 to 50 to do. It's just like um, if I don't live in Waco, I'm not going to sell houses in Waco. Oh, absolutely. Well, you can't anyway. <laughs> That's true. They have, well, whole, uh, they have a whole other MLS. Actually, we have it. <gasps> do we? For and now? Dwell, and Dwell has it for now. Uh, <laughs> because VNA, I think, has it. Oh, does she? Yeah. Cool. So, um, hi, VNA. Um, okay, so <laughs> we have to tag all these people every time we say somebody. Tag, 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 tag. Um, so I think it's interesting to, yes, you have a, a person that you try to help most. Right, but, that, but that's not necessarily set. always who comes into your fold. No, no. And you have to know, you have to know how you can help these people. Well, and it, to me, personality plays a whole lot more into who I help than it, my avatar. Yes, my avatar is there for a reason. I'm not going to take somebody who's looking for, you know, way out in far west weatherford you know that's not my people mineral wells yeah not my people yeah at all. Right. i love mineral wells it's a great little town but not my people you know i want i'm trying to stay in an area i'm trying to stay within a certain group of people who's your inspiration these days oh gosh right now 
I sent you a whole list. I know that. You know, okay, so one person, I'm going to say, hi, Christy. Christy Dillard. Oh. So, and I, I and this is somebody I know personally. She is um, my uncle's ex-wife. Okay. Was a VP at Shell oh. doing change management. Goodness. And now owns her own change management company. <laughs> cool. She, she retired. Um, one of the reasons that she is somebody that I look up to is because, hey, woman in business. Truth. No nonsense. Hey, Christy, if you ever want to come on a podcast, just let me know. <laughs> oh, she would do it in a heartbeat. Oh, my gosh. I bet I could get her up here. Christy. Um, she taught me more about just rolling with the flow and not getting that emotional level that a lot of women get, especially in business. I mean, you can't be cold. You have to have a heart. You can't put up a brick wall and just be like, nope, not yeah. going to happen. But yeah. you also have to set boundaries. And she has this phenomenal mix of – you know, here's my boundaries. Mm. Here's what we're going to do. And, and taking that charge and not acting like, you know, just a total, yep. I'm, I'm a crazy, I mean, we're just going to do it, you know, and, and yeah. no reason behind it. There's reasons behind everything that she does. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read that book by Henry Cloud, Boundaries? I have not. It's really good. I'm really bad about reading books, though. I Are told you? you I told you that I, I bought Atomic Habits <laughs> and I never read it. So my, my, I hope my the author of that book <laughs> hears that. N- no offense. Yeah. It's not that I didn't read it because it probably is a phenomenal book. Yeah. I just never read it. Yeah, that shelf over there is just full of goodness that you'll never I, read. Yeah, I probably <laughs> won't. I love reading. Yeah. I just, things like that, I, snooze fest. For Interesting. Me. Yeah. If it's like, not scaring you, then. If it's not scary or, or like Stephen King, I will read Stephen King. You know who that guy is? Andrew Bourdain. Oh, my God. Mm, you're instantly on the team. Um <laughs> So wh- how did that guy impact you? Oh, my gosh. Just, well, I've told you before, my degree's in history, oh, right? That's, that's right. Yes. So forgot about that. watching how he interacts with people of different cultures, not just through food, but just reaction. You know, he's obviously an American. He has American thoughts, but he's learned how to be worldly, and that's huge. huge that is such me. a good point, Kara. That's like a re- – that's like the – the mic drop of the day, to be able to, um, like, let me ask you this. If you would have put him in any position in America, mm-hmm. would he have succeeded? No. No. Okay. He's he's not a high-stress guy. I mean, he does chef stuff as high-stress, but would he have put him in a CEO of a company? No, absolutely not. Well, th- I, I guess, you know what? I, I have an argu- for argument for both sides on that one because he would literally change – yeah, but I could see him totally straight up cussing people out and like running the whole. That's what I'm off. saying. Like it wouldn't. <laughs> okay, well, that's a bad question then. No, it's not. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a phenomenal question. I I see. <laughs> I apparently see him as Superman. He um, well, he has Superman qualities, but he also is realist. Th- I mean, okay, the uh, President Obama sits down with him mm-hmm. in like Vietnam and has yeah. a burger with him. Yes. Did you see that episode? Yes, that was one of my favorites. I agree. It's just one of those things where you're like. That doesn't happen for somebody that doesn't have intentionality. And like connection. In c- well, his but intentionality <laughs> is to connect to people. Yes. And it's, but at the same time, could he be in every position? No. No. He would blow stuff up before. I, there's certain I think that's cool. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Look at me, my history. Sorry. <laughs> Eric's out here with the dynamite. That's Be right. careful. <laughs> <laughs> Can't push what rope. Mm. All right. Um, but yeah, I... I I saw that online, and I was like, I've got to have that. Yeah, but even, I mean, even just him as a person, yeah, he had personal demons, but oh, look man. at, you know, but look at who he touched. Look at who he talked to and how many people still talk about him today. Agree. Right? That That is an impact. Even if, you know, you have nowhere else to go, if people are still talking about you at the end of the day, you have an impact on someone. Mic drop. That is so good. All right. Um, I can't tell you how much I am going to be so excited for the next however many times we're going to we be. We got this. We, we get to do this. Um, we've got Kim Flowers that has accepted yes. verbally. Love it. We've got we've to get her on board. We've got some people that are in our crosshairs for, for culture mm-hmm. push. Um, and we want to start getting relationships on both. I, I, I really want to start at a micro level. I agree. I don't I see 
let me ask your opinion about this, and, and I'll call it quits. Sure. Okay, so we've got two philosophies. Mm-hmm. We've got the big team model mm-hmm. that pays for leads, goes through an ISA, makes phone calls, tries to get people to make appointments. The appointments goes to the agent. The agent then tries to keep convert. Them con- yeah. yeah, it's pretty Basically. much converted at that point, but... So there's the conversion we of this. Hope <laughs> Good point. Conversion <laughs> here and then a conversion here, right? Yes. And to the point to where you feel comfortable, yeah, this is a professional. They have their stuff together and they have a team that's supporting mm-hmm. me all the way. Yep. Man, there's some good people doing that right now. There are. And there's some really bad versions of that right now, too. Right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to th- say something that's counterproductive to what I've said in the past. Zillow has created that process to a T like they figured it out to the point of right now I think as of this morning mm-hmm. 10% average conversion 10% my best year in Zillow was like 5.76 but uh, what, is that? what have I said before I marketing suck? oh wait marketing <laughs> is 90% of the picture Zillow does that so well oh, why they do they do because they, they market. Because if you go to the average Joe on the street and say, are you looking for a house? They will say, yeah, I've looked at Zillow. Yeah. they Just like, you know, in Texas, do you want to drink? Yeah, I want a Coke. It could be a Dr. Pepper. It could be Sprite. They want a Coke. You want to hear something interesting? So, it, that was such an influence on me that I renamed my investment company. Zillow. <laughs> Zilla, <laughs> actually. No. Uh, NPSM, which is Nina Pinta Santa Maria. <laughs> and I know there's, I'm going to get to the story. The, the Nina Pinta Santa Maria was floating over mm-hmm. and coming to the shores. And the people that were on the continent were like, what's going on? Yeah. These people are coming for our land, our food, mm-hmm. whatever. And Zillow and, and Amazon and all of these huge companies, even if back to the 70s when Walmart did it, um, flat out just came in and just annihilated everything. Um, yes. So... What I said, there there was a big ship and then there's two smaller ships. Yes. And the, and the big ship created Wake. And mm-hmm. so long story short, you've got this uh, this powerhouse that makes things efficient and it becomes a money machine. Mm-hmm. It does. And it does. Yeah, be- just because you're in mass. But it's hard to turn a money machine. It's hard, it's hard to turn the big ship around quickly. But I'm not comparing myself to Zillow. No, absolutely Because it's not. a data company. Yes. I'm not a data company. Exactly. Okay, so we've got that model, right? Mm-hmm. That huge thing over here. And then we've got, let's start from the bottom. Who do we know inside of our database? Who do we know inside of these neighborhoods? Who do we know? And then love on those people like nobody's business. Yes. And then those people are like Eric and Kara. Oh. And Kim. MG. And, oh, and, Kim. and Kim. Kim's, Kim's new. Uh, actually, she came on before you, according to online. Technically, <laughs> yeah. I, it was funny. I was laughing at that. I was like, oh, look, they announced Kim. Wait a second. Well, yours kind of special, and I'll tell you yeah. why. Because you're a broker. Yes. It makes a difference. Absolutely. And we've got to do it right. I don't want to do it to where I go cart before the horse. And you know, this has been our first team meeting, by the way. So, you've got this other model that goes from the bottom up, mm-hmm. and then eventually the market share happens in these neighborhoods, in these sections of cities, in the city, and our spheres. Bottom that, up. Yeah. I mean. Being that, we talked about this, being that service first agent, being that agent that loves on people, mm-hmm. not being the data house. And we say this lovingly. Yeah. I mean, Zillow we, we is a data house. They are there to collect your information. <laughs> but the, the, it's, a, it's, an, it's what the people want. It's is what it? The pe- it? Do you want to be called every time that you look at a house? No, that's not what I mean. Like, it, I mean, where do we go for the for the free information, right? They oh, yeah. Pro- they go provide online. It. Yeah, they go it's, online. It's everywhere. So um, I, I, there's two methods of thought. I think there's a, a tremendous amount of money is being made in both. Yes. Uh, if you do it right. Correct. That's where we come in. Yes. Because we're not seeing it. No. I, I'm not seeing the personal service in a lot of ways in the real estate world. Yeah. I mean, I, I see... You know, being a especially a digital marketer in the marketer in the real estate world, you get a lot of that high level lead people just clicking the buttons, getting all that that good information that you know gets put out there, and then they read the headlines mm-hmm. and they don't dig into the details and they think they know it, and then they get themselves stuck. Oh, so good. Well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you not only being here but being able to open up your entire book of business yes. to become better. 
and I commit to you on camera the best that I possibly can be inside of this space um, as long as we're together. Same. Um, I, I honestly firmly believe you bring an insane amount of value to people. And I, and I and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, shout out to everybody that we in, we kind of yeah. talked about today. Yes, Gabe. <laughs> and uh, I'm uh, I'm inquisitive to see if we can do this again, maybe in six months. Absolutely, and see where we are. And see where we are. Yeah. And to be, be to give you to give you exactly what happened in that space, and then mm-hmm. here was our goal. Here's what actually happened. So goal number one. Five agents by December. Five agents by December. And right now we have one that we've brought So we on. have four more. Right. We have Pam that's in, in the team. But sure. Sh- but we're talking about new people to yes. add. Yes, yes. And then... Um, what is What are the others? Well, I was going to ask you if you had one. Oh, gosh. Well, how about this? We have one geofarm per agent actively working. <laughs> that is so dope. Okay. <laughs> that's true. That is absolutely true. I mean, true. What, what do we say? That's like about a six-week turn yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So you get you get five agents by the end of the year. You've got plenty of six-week periods in there. I s- here's one that I want to put out there that nobody out there is going to know is have all the training videoed and available online for all the agents that come on. Okay. So that's – I mean, we've got all this equipment. Why not, right? Yeah, and and plenty of programs. That you keep signing me up for. <laughs> I apparently will stop doing that. I don't know. What do we, we sign up for? You sent me Miro. Oh. Um, obviously Slack. You sent me, and you're like, hey, here's this Google thing, and here's yeah. another Google thing. And, here, and granted, we both have Google. We kind of have dueling Google suites going on right now, which is kind of fun. Yeah. I, you do what you want. I'm staying <laughs> with mine. All right, guys. Thank you for watching this. Um, we want to say thank you for the support for Outpace Me Podcast. Yes. If you know of anybody that you know is somebody that just – is doing amazing things and having impact in people's lives. We want to know about it. And obviously, Kara, thank you. You're welcome. We love you. Thank you.